Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now. Because we finally figured out that your fan would shut up. Yeah, I know. Uh, last week's episode sounded really nice and clean. It was oh, very nice. Yeah. Um, hi, folks. I'm Tim. I'm Dustin. And this is Zompocalypse Now. This is. And oddly enough, even though we complained about Fear the Walking Dead taking a week off and then come back for two episodes, we are taking a week off next, next week, week. Yeah. Because you will be out of town. I will be out of town. And uh, but this is going to be our first like week off in. Oh yeah, it's been a while. Quite some months. But we uh, this is the we tonight we're talking about the um, mid season finale, which we talked. I remember we talked about this with uh, the Big Dumb Fun Show the other night. Right, it did not used to be a thing. Right, yeah. <laughs> it only became a thing uh, in the quote unquote golden age of television. Yeah. So uh, Fear the Walking Dead, the mid season finale is tonight. Yes, as we're recording this. And it will be back in August. The Walking Dead season is over. And we'll be yes. back again. Uh, traditionally, it's back in October. Right. Uh, so we'll see what happens. So there's going to be a gap here, which we will fill. We don't know. Because we, know. we are quite capable of filling an hour or so of complete nonsense every week, except when we're out of town. Right. Right. So, um, yeah. So we will not be here next week. I'm very sorry. I might find something to tweet about, or Dustin might find something to tweet about next Sunday. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I'll be in Texas um, with my family. See if you can find some abandoned uh, uh, ballparks in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Tonight, we talk about Fear the Walking Dead. And the incredible power of the slow motion shot. Sometimes you film something and don't realize how fast it was (laughs) until you get to the editing booth. Either that, okay, so so there's a lot of slow motion in tonight's episode of The Talent, and there's a thing, it, slow motion is a, is a tool, and we've talked about this before mm-hmm. on the show too, the, the power of certain types of filmmaking, right. visual storytelling. And slow motion has a very strong place in dramatic moments. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, you see it in all kinds of films. You see it in, you know, somebody... You know, you see two, you know, two lovers' hands reaching for each other, mm-hmm. and it slows down because they don't quite touch, or, or you know, the hero falls off the building, and whatever it is. You know, there's there's lots of different places to use slow motion, but holy god, they used it all. I I think they used their entire slow motion budget up for for this season and next right. season, and it reminded me very, very, very much. Of Return of the King, the last half hour of that show or that movie, <laughs> you know, where they were just like, "Okay, sure, we're gonna take take some time to do some stuff," and it just uh, went on forever. And it's unfortunately, um, and I know we're we're way way ahead of getting to any of this stuff uh, in terms of a, sort of a coherent. This is 
beginning to end kind of discussion here. But did you get the feeling looking at that scene that they were covering up the fact that they did not have the footage of the trucks escaping? Right. And the big dramatic scene that you don't see. It's all covered up and almost stills. Right. It's very... The whole... The story at the end of the episode is so convoluted because it makes it... it, You don't... I just can't. I have to... Well, when we get there. Okay, when we get there. (laughs) When we get there. Okay, so we start off with a very dirty, ravaged-looking Madison. And for a second, you think it's Walker Madison. Right, because she's very pale. She's got her eyes look sunken. It's a very dead expression Mm -hmm. on her face. But then she starts to move and you realize she's alive. And she's found a campsite... And she's about to go rob her some some bitches at some campsites. Mm-hmm. You see this person standing by the campfire mm-hmm. with their back to her. And there's a, uh, a wire with cans and stuff on it to make noise. And yeah. she kind of makes her way through it. And she comes up and she raises the gun. And she says, give me your keys. I need your, I need your vehicle. Give me your keys. And, and toss them to me. And... and- the person turns around and says, Al, and she's like, no. Well, <laughs> first she takes some keys out of her pocket and just to- like drops them on the ground. She's like, I don't toss. I don't toss things. And I, I just love Althea, and I've decided that Maggie Grace has just the most amazing chemistry. Like, she really, I think, because she started off on 24, right? I think it was 24. I think her career, the, the, the real attention-drugging stuff has been 24, lost... No, no, it wasn't 24. She was on Lost. It was um, uh, another actress who's on 24 who's gone into comedy now. Okay. Name I can't remember. She was on Children's Hospital. She was on um, on Happy Endings. Mm, okay. Uh, her name escapes me. But but I think that that Maggie Grace was kind of like playing the ditzy blondie girl for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, but now she... I think this this part has really opened up something that I think was a little unexpected for her, and I really like it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think um, she's great in this. Oh, yeah. I think I mentioned last week that I'd be perfectly fine if Fear the Walking Dead had the all-new cast of Morgan, yeah, John Morgan Dory, Al, <laughs> Al and, and, and whatever her name is. And whatever her name is. <laughs> Dharma. I've been calling her Dharma in my tweeting. Well, you know, I think episode, if you're tweeting, is... that's very appropriate. But she, we get another name. For Naomi tonight as well. So, yeah. So, Dharma's going to be probably a nice, safe default. But I'm okay with having the new cast be the cast. Yeah. And there are a couple moments tonight where it's like, hmm. They might end up just being the cast. So, uh, this... (laughs) So, Madison trips. (laughs) And the gun goes off. And she shoots Al's cup of soup. Yeah. Shoots her... Cup of ramen. Her ramen noodles. And he looks at her and goes, that wasn't an accident. And Al's face is like, uh-huh. That was my dinner. She says, that was my dinner. And so um, they end up, like, Al using her Al magic. Well, they kind of fight inside the inside the vehicle because yeah. uh, Al won't give Madison the keys. Right. And so Madison decides she's going to take Al's camera and Al's tapes and disappear. Yeah. Into the truck she already has, and she wanted. Well, she wanted. She wanted Al's tank, right? Because Al's tank is a tank. Yes, and she needs to go find her children. Got to get it. Got to get them. 
And you quickly come to realize that this is... If, if you had any question about it, you know real, now realize this is prior to the events of the season. Except it took me a little while longer. I, I think maybe it was like the second or third interaction that mm-hmm. they had, the second or third uh, like flash to them that I realized that this was not happening in the future. But it was happening in the I think it's, I think the ambiguity is, is really intentional. I mm-hmm. think you're supposed to wonder. Um, and I guess, I, to me, it... I don't know, it, it kind of fell early on that it was prior to it. Yeah. But, um... Well, they didn't do the color thing. They didn't... They yeah. dropped... Uh, for this episode, and I think it was very effective, they dropped the color, the past being yellow and the present being blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you don't actually get that until after you've realized... Until after Alicia realized that Al has interviewed Madison before, that's when the, the color... The yellow oh, sure, right. In. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, they fight, and Al does her, do you know how many times it's been zip-tied line? And, <laughs> and, uh, and they, you know, they fight some more, but, but Madison gets away, and she brings the tapes, and she's trying to find her kids on the tapes, and, but then she stopped too long, and Al, I guess she low-jacked her camera. I guess. Because she finds her immediately. Well, we've established pretty much that everyone can find whoever they need to find on this show because we've seen it, like, all season long. Except for except for Madison and Alicia. They mm-hmm. cannot... They can be in the same building and will not see each other. Well, no, they do... They find it again at the, at the tail end of the episode is when she finds them at the motel, and it's kind of like... Well, that's convenient. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so so yeah, she, there's a zombie at the at the window, and he, Madison's like, ugh. And she rolls down the window and sticks a knife in his head, pulls it out, and he falls away. And Al's like there with a rifle going, hi! <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you got my shit. Give yeah. me. <laughs> so Al, Al hogties her, and then Alicia te- or, and Madison tells her story about, you know, wanting to protect her children, and... Wanting to be there for them and blah 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 blah, and and that's kind of the end of that section, right? Um, meanwhile, meanwhile, back at the burned out stadium with all the walkers, yeah. Uh, the owl has driven the the tank into the middle, and there's walkers all around, and they can't go any farther. If they go any farther, the hundreds and hundreds of walkers will uh, get stuck in the wheels, and they really won't be able to move. Right. Um, so Morgan and Naomi slash June slash whatever she told John Dory her name was. Well, she told John Dory her name was June. At, at, at the end. At but the what end. Was, he was looking for Laura. Laura. So it's he a, was looking for Laura. Yeah, Laura, Naomi, and then she says, my real name is June. Right. And he says it's my favorite month because they're adorable together. Yeah. So Morgan and whoever she is are like, we're going to go. Morgan Darba. Yeah, we're going to go up to the infirmary and get stuff. Well, they make it out just in time for Alicia and uh, and Strand and uh, Lucy to arrive. Now, um, as you recall last week, the stadium was boarded up. Right. And they had to crash through one of the plywood walls, which we also established. Plywood is not actually a major deterrent to much of anything, mm-hmm. just so you know. So they've got the plywood walls. It's all sealed in. And 
So they had to drive through it. Well, suddenly Alicia and Strand and Lucy just pop up up in the bleachers. Yeah. So clearly there's other ways into the place. Either that or they teleport. Egresses and egresses. I mean, or they could, they they learned the the ways of the stealth zombie. Mm -hmm. And they have been studying and they've now used their newfound powers to get inside. They start attacking the tank. Mm -hmm. And it's like, uh, inside we have John Dory going, I have an ouch. I'm gonna die. And you'll bring the camera over. Let me let me get my messages. And yeah, he he. Charlie is also there. Let's not forget that Charlie is is still around. Charlie is still a thing. I'm not sure why, <laughs> but there she is. Because we need an adorable muppet. I guess she's not even a muppet anymore. She's a teenager. She yeah. doesn't count. Um, she's something. She's something. Uh, she's an albatross, I believe, is what you said. Yeah, uh, and we all know what. If, if you're not, she's a jinx. Yeah, if you're familiar with the concept of the albatross in the in the nautical history, uh, that's the one you're thinking of. So John is trying to say you know, he's got a he's got a message for Naomi to sit there and say, hey, you know, it's, it's whatever happens to me, stop running from people, find a place, be with people. It matters. You know, and help help Morgan to do that as well, right? Because and Morgan, you need to help be part of this. Mm-hmm. And then the entire tank rocks because, of course, our heroes, quote unquote, have a rocket launcher. And and in one of the every now and again, the Walking Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead is in fact very funny. Yes, and and <laughs> Alice was like, "You just shot me with a rocket launcher. This thing is." Fill in the blank full of stuff and This is like a tank inside a tank inside a bank vault. <laughs> yeah. And as as she's saying that, she's looking out the door mm-hmm. and it falls off. And then and Alicia is just standing there. And she goes, Do you want to help me with this door? <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's absolute Here, I, 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 I'm But very now funny. we have to we have to here's here's what I, I personally think happened. Right. So they pulled in to the to the um, stadium, and there were thousands of walkers all around them. Mm-hmm. And the they said, Al said, we can't go any farther because if we do, they'll get stuck in the middle of and we really won't be able to get out of here. Right. And so then Alicia and the others showed up, and the walkers all looked around and were like, this doesn't have anything to do with us. <laughs> so we'll come back. And so they all left. All the hun- yeah. thousands of walkers just kind of like walked out. They went out the front gates, like, we'll come back when it's more convenient. We'll eat you when it's more convenient. Yeah. And that is how Alicia was able to stand completely un- unhindered yeah, in front of the tank. It's there's, a, there's several shots like that throughout this episode where you just look at it and go, you know, it's a really, really cool shot. Shame they're about to die. What, they're still yeah. alive? How did... Well, and they, but then, like, you know, because then, then Alicia gets in, she's got Charlie by the throat with that weird gun knife she created. She's like, she killed my brother, I will kill her. And, and I was kind of like, no, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. And at this point, I'm, I'm honestly looking at the screen, I looked over at you, and I was like, Alicia is out of her goddamn mind. This is not... This is not... I have no sympathy for her right now. Right. I'm not feeling... I don't... You know, the revenge. I don't care. She's... You know, she's... I just... It's... I think... It's such a betrayal of the idea of the character. Yeah. But see... 
I think that in a way we kind of needed that because we needed to see her go to that dark place so that she could get to a forgiving place by the end of the episode. And I and I don't I don't disagree with that on on one level, but it's just so It's a really bad heel turn. It's for yeah, somebody yeah. who for for three seasons of the show has been kind of the anchor of goodness, sometimes to a fault. Like in season one it was like, Why are you doing such dumb things just to be <laughs> nice? Yeah. Um, but she's been the one who's been kind of like the one championing humanity and yeah. to see her just be like, no, done with that. Well, is... it's like the, the roaring rampage of revenge. Right. Uh, the problem, I mean, stuff, it's not just this episode. It's a lot of things that happened to her throughout the season. The idea that she would even, you know, again, her and Strand and Lucy's plan to attack the vultures, uh, you know, the three of them up against... Dozens. Yeah. It's almost such a stupid plan, right? And yet, of course, well, because it's through the, through the power, the magic of of the hand of the writer, uh, right? It worked, but the and yeah, it's it's so awkward, and it just feels so weird to watch her go through this. And and I was half tempted to not feel bad if she died in this episode. Yeah, it was really it was really weird. Feeling. I was really, and this was. All happening kind of during the time when I thought that maybe the Madison stuff was in the future, mm-hmm. and I was kind of like, "Oh shit!" When when Al and Madison realize who each other are, when Al realizes who Madison is, she's going to realize that she was there to watch her daughter die, oh, or whatever. Yeah. That's kind mm-hmm. of what I was thinking, and then it turned out to be the past, and then I was super annoyed. <laughs> um, but whatever, we we made it through. So inside the stadium. Um, uh, Dharma and Morgan have reached the infirmary, right. which is completely untouched. They have made their way and fought their way to the handful of walkers that are inside. Um, and all throughout this scene, I kept expecting to get some sign of Madison. Right. Because we talked about last week the idea that there are places on the upper levels that she could have gone to, even if the place had burned. There were still plenty of places in the upper level. And that was the whole conceit of them going to the stadium in the first place. That even if the stadium had burned, there was stuff on the upper levels that would not have burned. That they that that Naomi was one hundred percent sure that the that the infirmary was going to be intact. Right. And so yeah, I was kind of waiting for. So I think I said last week that I expected that they were going to find her Mm -hmm. in there. Yeah. Um, But they don't. No. It's on their. They're on their way back, and and you know everything has been. The tables have have turned against them outside in the in the tank, and they don't know this, right? Well, because Al and Alicia fight, and uh, one of the best well, this is again one of those really cool scenes. So after Alicia got into the tank, mm-hmm. the walkers were like, "Okay, are you guys going to sort this out? Because we'd like to come back and eat." And so, <laughs> like maybe fifty or sixty came back in, right? Because when they fight. Al pushes, Alicia pushes Al's head out, and, like, all the walkers are, like, kind of clawing at her head and hair, mm-hmm. and I text, I tweeted, like, I personally like to have my hair played with, like, but, <laughs> but not... That's not what you had Not what I would, I wouldn't think no. I would enjoy it's a, It is a good shot, because it's shot from above, and, you know, you've got this, this, all these hands reaching in, it's very chilling, and for just a moment, because, again... This is Fear the Walking Dead, and Al is a new member of the cast. 
uh, and she could have died in this scene. When you know, we talked about this before with this show, so there's a very rarely been a sense of danger to these characters. Yeah. And so last last season when Travis died, uh, out of nowhere, Travis mm-hmm. died. Um, this season when when Nick is killed, um, there's a certain sense of well, maybe those don't rules don't apply anymore. Yeah. And Alicia has the upper hand. The you get the call from inside, from from Morgan and, and Dharma, and she's like, "Tell them it's okay." Yeah, and coming out, and uh, Al's like, "Okay," and she tells them that. Meanwhile, John Dory uh, has gotten his hands on the walkie-talkie, right? Because you know, Little Miss Albatross passed it to him, and. He has not, instead of calling them directly, he's just pushed the call button so yeah. they can hear. Uh, that there's bad stuff going on. Naomi's like, I'll just go. And he's and Morgan's like, no, perhaps you didn't hear the thing about the killing you. Yeah. So you stayed, they don't want to kill me. You just, you're going to have to walk me through it. And they have more fight inside the van. And that's when Alicia comes across. A cup of ramen noodles. And she's, where did you get this? Where did you get this? And Al's like, I, would, I found a tanker truck in Oklahoma. And I traded them for... I've been trading them all over. She has, and we saw her trade yeah. them at the beginning of the season. Um, and I think, and that's when she realizes that she must have talked to her mother at some point. And so Alicia scrambles forward to the tapes, and she digs through them, and she finds one. It's not labeled medicine. It's Amina. Yeah, and she puts it in, and she watches Madison talk about why what she wants for her children. Right, and it's a really good scene. Mm-hmm. And Mad- you know, Madison is telling that she she wants them to she doesn't want them to have to be like her. Right, she doesn't want to hire them to have to make the decisions she made to make the monstrous choices she's made. And we're watching this going. God, I hope someone's taking care of John Dory while this is going yeah. on. It's like, where's Morgan? Is he just hanging Char- out? With Charlie's him? Charlie's over there poking him in the in the wound. Does this hurt? How about this? Does this hurt? <laughs> and then we see that Morgan is still digging himself out yeah. of the collapsed part of the door. And I'm like, okay, well, because well, otherwise it'd be like, really, really, show. Yeah, and then Alicia pops up, and she's got a gun, and she's like, I'm gonna kill me a nameless lady <laughs> and and Morgan's like no you're not and so then they have a very very good scene where they talk you know how he realize he can tell that she is not that kind of person that she is not just a cold-blooded killer and she and you know he's like she's like you don't know that and he's like I know that because I'm still talking to you yeah. <laughs> and he go and he says like a I, a friend once told me that I was going to have to eventually meet up with people again. And I wanted to prove him wrong. So I walked halfway across the country. And here I am with people again. And, and standing in between you and your gun and this lady I just met. Mm-hmm. And they kept cutting over her his shoulder to her. And you can see the gun pressing into his chest. And I kept waiting. Going, okay, we oh, where does this? Know where you're going. How far is this show going to go? What are they going to do? I, because I was, I I had it in my head. I was like, if they, if she pulls the trigger, if she pulls the trigger, I'm going to be upset. 
but I'm not going to be surprised. I was I was waiting for for a walker to come and make it a moot point. I was kind of waiting. <laughs> I was sort of waiting, like because Alicia and Morgan are standing there talking. I was legitimately waiting for like a walker to come up behind uh, Naomi and grab her. Oh, you know, you know that, that could have been, been uh, that could have been perfectly appropriate as well. I just this. All of this stuff, with the, the exception of, of my issues with Alicia's heel face turn yeah. spin kick thing, is is all okay. I am okay with this. And Alicia kind of says okay, and, and they let they let uh, Naomi go in and take care of John yeah. Dory, and then you see them drive off. Alsa, so what happened to your like? Says she never told me your name. She never said anyone's name. She didn't even tell me her name. Mm-hmm. And that's why I didn't realize that it was her I spoke to. What happened to her? And so Alicia says, all right, pull off. Let's, let's talk about it. We'll tell you what happened the rest of the, at the end of the, at the end of the siege of the stadium. And I'm, we're going to presume that you folks have noticed that every episode has had a bit, has a slightly different opening credit sequence mm-hmm. because basically just the opening credits is, you know, the name a of the Texas show. field Which, with something changed. It's very, very similar to what Once Upon a Time did in their first couple of seasons. Um, this is, I think this has actually been very effective for, for Fear the Walking Dead this season because there's been neat little touches. And this episode opens with, you see the tank and you see a campfire and people gathered around it. And mm-hmm. that's where we end up here, which is everyone's sitting there and, you know, John's still inside. Because he's almost dead. Right. But he's still right. Anyway, Naomi Dharma helped him. She, she says, you're going to live. You're going to be okay. Right. And so so Al's like, what happened? And they begin to tell the tale. <sighs> the most convoluted, insane story. And this is where the slow-mo comes in because I really agree with you. I think maybe they ran out of budget. So they couldn't show some of the things that they wanted to show. I, I And yeah, I mean, it looks like it's, it's an incredibly effective... I'm going to, okay, I'm going to say a sentence that is true and yet... Also not true at all. It is an incredibly effective way to not show a lot of action scene. And I say effective in that it doesn't show the action scene. Right. um, And still shows stuff happening. It's incredibly ineffective in terms of a piece of visual storytelling. I was just, I'm like, okay, this entire sequence is three times as long as it should be. And I'm already irritated with it, like, 30 seconds in. Right. And um, so... So here's essentially what happened. Um, Strand and Lucy and, uh, and, and Madison fought their way through the walkers to the truck where Alicia and Nick and that moron were trapped. So for those of you who don't recall last week, um, these three, Nick... Uh, Alicia and Mel Mel from from the from the vultures um, Mel had lots and lots of damage he was he was out in the wilderness dying basically and they went to get him and they brought him back then they decided to hang around in the parking lot while it filled up with walkers instead of leaving like sensible human beings or, or moving the vehicle yeah. in any way shape or form like I don't know closer to the gate right it they, was real dumb they did a real dumb they do all the dumb things. So they're out here in the middle of things, uh, getting surrounded by walkers. So that's when 
Madison and Strand and Lucy fight their way through the walkers to get to them. Unfortunately, while they are doing that, while they're fighting their way to them, the people in the stadium get super antsy and decide to leave. They have all, at this point, they all go to their vehicle. I'm gonna, mm. let's, let's, let's break down the timeline here just a little bit. They all go to their vehicles. They load up all their friends and family into their vehicles. Somebody opens the gate. They drive the vehicles out through the walkers to only get so far. Which means that Madison, Strand, and Lucy have been fighting their way through the walkers. Through all this stuff where people loading up their vehicles and getting yeah. inside trucks. Um, no. Okay, just no. Right. Just, no. The, the two timelines do not match up. Right. But okay, uh, whatever. Meanwhile, Naomi, Laura, Dharma, June... Uh, has been, uh, she's been trying to convince them to stay, and, like, she runs up to the infirmary to get some medical supplies because, you know, she knows that they're going to need them, and by the time she gets back down, everyone has left, and they've left the gates open, and the walkers are starting to pour in. So she so she, it. So she runs, and mm-hmm. that's how the scavengers, or not the scavengers, the vultures, find her. And she thinks everyone else is dead. And she thinks everyone else has died. So Meanwhile... This- in the parking lot, everyone in the cars is now being surrounded by the walkers. Yeah, mistakes were made. Yeah. Bad plans were implemented. And somehow, Nick and Alicia lose the car they were in to Mel, Mel who escapes in it. Meanwhile, oh, by the way, all the people in the other vehicles can't get out of the parking lot because there's too many walkers. Right. But Mel can. But can he finds Charlie and rescues her. Right, because Charlie was where exactly? Yeah, yeah so, a place. She was a place. So then, Madison, recognizing that everyone is trapped here and everyone's going to die, including the people that are were part of her com- compound, part of her community, are all going to die. Um, she takes a flare and starts leading the walkers into the stadium. Now, we've established early on, last or the tail end of last episode, that there are many, many walkers. Right. Many, many. Hundreds. Hundreds, maybe thousands. All of them, apparently, decide to follow her. Right. Um, but then, then it completely, the show completely drops. <laughs> what happened to the community people? Oh, like, yeah, what happened gone. to them? Nope. They're just gone. They vanished. They, yep. they, in a, in a, they're raptured up to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> uh... So she leads them all into back into the ballpark. And this is where the story starts getting super convoluted. Because it's Lucy, Strand, and Alicia telling it. With and some interject with the interjections from Naomi, June, Dharma, Laura, and, and more Charlie. Th- and more than once, you and I looked over at each other and basically were like, no one could have seen this. Yeah, no one knows this has happened. How does, who knows, what is the... Yeah, because they're like, she went. Down, she tried to get down into the tunnels and couldn't get out. I'm like, how do they know this? Oh, wait, she's got the walkie-talkie. Okay, fine. Sure, right. she said it. All right. So, so what she does is she ends up somehow behind the horde of walkers so she can close the gate. Now, again, hundreds and hundreds of walkers. Right. And, yeah, she somehow gets behind and she blocks out a handful that are outside, I guess. Uh, Enough that she can't get out of the gate because they're out there, and she, but she's so she's traps herself inside with them. Right, but Strand, I believe it's Strand who said that she knew that the walls were strong enough to keep people out; they'd be strong enough to keep them in. Right, and so then she gets her flare, 
and um, you know Alicia's on the walkie-talkie where they're going, what are you doing? And she's like, well, you know, no, no one's really gone until they're gone. And I think that's extremely telling, and we'll get into that in a second. Yeah, and she drops the flare, and of course the zombies have been, all been put in, you know, covered in oil, so they're going to burn, and then whoosh, we have fire, and everything burns. And there's much and sadness. And they say, and that's how, that's how Madison died. And we sat there and went, Bullshit. That is nonsense. That is 100% <laughs> zero no. Now, if Kim Dickens has in fact left the show, and we saw mm-hmm. her on on Talking Dead, we did not watch Talking Dead tonight. You just watched, yeah, we, we, we did. We saw her up there, and if she is in fact done with the show, thank you Kim Dickens, it's been an interesting ride. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you were the worst monster on the show, and always entertaining to watch. Right. But, for all the the power of look at all those walkers yeah for all the power of that's that is hundreds and hundreds of walkers there is no way i know for all the power of madison doing this to save the people that she cares about the people not only her children but her friends uh to save the people at the compound at the ballpark she did that be out of love for people that is a beautiful beautiful sentiment and she died stupid if she's if dead. If she's dead, which I do not believe she is dead. I am calling shenanigans right now. <laughs> um, so, if those of you who have been to a baseball stadium before, mm-hmm. been down to the ballpark. Ones that are usually closer to a city center right. or someplace, you know, or, or on the outskirts of town, perhaps, instead of out in the middle of nowhere. Um, there's this thing called bleachers. And there's staircases and rows of seating and all kinds of things. And if we've established something about the dead, is that they don't do well with stairs. Right. So Madison staying down here on ground level um, doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. Or, I'm sorry, wait, it makes no sense whatsoever. Which is one of the reasons we thought that she would have escaped into the upper levels. Mm-hmm. Because even if there's fire, and yes, there's smoke rising. Oh, yeah, fire and everywhere. And here's another thing. In the, in the scenes with her and Althea, she says that the reason that her and the kids are separated in the first place is because they're trying to clear out a place, and they got separated, and she stayed behind to make sure that they got out, mm-hmm. and that's how she got separated from yeah. that. So, I, I, it, feels like, it feels like a dramatic scene that is a lie. And it feels really a lot like the way that they they did Daniel. This is the only reason that makes me think that maybe she actually died. Mm-hmm. Is because they did the same thing with Daniel in season two. He mm. was in the burning cellar when the cellar burned. Right, And yeah. then he came back at se- in season three just a little charred. Yeah, but the way we see her die, the actual visualization of what the story Althea is hearing is stuff that the people outside could not have seen. Right. They could not have seen her being right inside the gate. They could not have seen her... Standing there. Yeah. Just standing there waiting to stoically burn. Yeah, I just, I mean, it feels I do not wrong. believe it. I do not believe it. I think that we are seeing the end of Kim Dickens on this show for maybe the rest of the season, or maybe for a good, you know... A little while, but I don't think that we're not going to see her forever. I think that, I think that the, 
I now my new prediction, even though my prediction <laughs> last week was wrong. I think that, that you have a history of predictions. I'm that always are wrong. wrong. With I'm show. always wrong because here's why. Here's my problem. I spent four years in college learning story structure mm-hmm. and learning how to set, like, you know, when you study screenwriting, mm-hmm. you learn how to set up the cues for foreshadowing. Right. And so I watch these shows and I say, here are your foreshadowing cues. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then... Because the people who write this show are people that they pulled out of a bunker. <laughs> they don't follow the foreshadowing cues. Which is can be good, it can be bad. You know, I love being surprised and I hate being wrong. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I think that... I think she got out. I don't think she died. It, It is so... Odd the way this story wraps this up. Basically, from the moment the slow motion starts to the point where she drops the the flare and uh-huh. sets them all on fire, it's like I didn't believe any of it. Yeah, it felt it felt well because there's so many there's so many holes. Like what happened to all those people? Right. What happened to the uh, to the to the community that was in there that that. She led the walkers away to save. Right, where they are they? Just, they disappeared They entirely. drove away. They drove away and left their community leaders to die. Did they all get eaten by walkers? It says that they were going to be, they were about to be eaten by walkers, but it doesn't say that they were, and it definitely didn't show us that they were. Right. And then to basically have Madison die the way she did, yes, it's a big sacrifice for your children, and and it teaches Strand a valuable lesson, and... There's there's a couple of neat things that fall out of this. I mean, Strand Strand stops Alicia from running inside. Yeah, just to go after her mother, and he basically blocks a flaming walker and burns his hand. It's a cool shot, and it's a neat bit. And there's some cool, you know, the resolution of the this. things that that our characters do and experience are important things. But the things that they don't show and the things that they can't know are so glaringly obvious mm-hmm. that it's really hard to to wrap your head around it. Right. Because if if the roaring if the roaring rampage of revenge you know that Alicia jumps on and Strand and Lucy come on, is everybody else dead? Because nobody comes along to help them. Right. Did they sit there and go, we're not going to go on your on your vengeance tour? And you, you're going to have to go off on your own? We don't know. They never said because they're just gone. And Which is really interesting considering that Hat Guy was like all up on Strand's jock for oh, yeah. all this whole rest of this first part and of the he, season. And he had dialogue and everything. So yeah, it's just really... It's, and he's there. He's, he's driving one of the trucks. Yeah, it's interesting because there's a line where... Uh, I think Alicia or Lisa said that uh, Alicia, Lisa, Alicia or Lucy said we didn't see Naomi inside the vehicles, and I'm like, how could you see anybody inside the vehicles? Mm-hmm. They're inside vehicles. It's like, and you are inside a vehicle surrounded by walkers. And how would you? So uh, just dumb. It's it's so weird, and yet, and yet, you know. Overall, this season has been really, really strong. Mm-hmm. This has been and probably this the best was season. a strong episode. It was. 
it's you know it's just really strange and it makes my head hurt a little bit and I you know and I think I I even had to like I pulled up IMDb to see if if Kim Dickens has been working on something like if she was cast in a film or something right and it didn't really say uh, yeah I don't know it's just it's so odd it's it feels so out of place it feels so much like her death cannot be a thing that actually happened and. Where I was completely willing to accept Morgan getting shot, mm-hmm. or Naomi getting eaten by a walker, or John Dory dying. I mean, because there's a couple yeah. moments where he's just not moving. And you're thinking, ah, oh crap. crap. Uh, I was completely accepting of these things happening. And we've already seen Nick die, but somehow Madison's death doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like it actually happened. And if it did, like I said, Kim Dickens, thank you very much. Many, many times I've hated this show with a passion. Um, there are times I've hated Madison with a passion, but I've never hated Kim Dickens' performance. Mm. I've always thought she did a fine job. Oh, yeah. And I think that even... It was always very interesting to allow Madison to be the villain. So if she, if this is it, then that's too bad, because right. uh, she did a fantastic job. If it... I don't think it's it, though. I just don't. I mean, it's... No, I, we, we could we could very well be wrong. We're not. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not wrong. I really, I mean, I will be very, very, very shocked if we are wrong. And she did die, and this was her like swan song episode. There are so many ways out for that character in those moments. It doesn't make a lot of sense, right? So, but yeah. Oh, and that basically it ends with our characters, you know, strand feeling this sense of connection with people around him, which is something that Strand hasn't had for a very, very, very long time. Uh, Alicia feeling that the rage doesn't get her anywhere. Lucy feeling that she's in between the people that she cares about, and so it's going to be okay. Uh, Naomi feeling part of this group. John recovering. Morgan feeling, you know, like he's he's more centered in himself and found a thing to believe in again. People. And Al over there going... You people are weird. <laughs> how did I end? Up, how did I end up? Now I've got like a crew. Are you going to come with me to to talk about everyone but you, Charlie? Yeah. You're an albatross. Do not yeah. get invited in my tanking. Mm. So anyway, uh, but yeah, I mean, again, strong, strong season. First half of this season's been very, very strong. Shows about a marked improvement. Um, this has not been a hate watching season no. so far. Very, very pleased where we got. I think I I think they just they left too many. Uh, I just I can't let go of it. They left too many markers mm-hmm. to say that Kim Dickens or that 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 Morgan or more, more Madison, Madison has survived. One of those names. One of them. They've left too many markers that she survived. They said she's done this once before, at least once before, where mm-hmm. she stayed behind to make sure everybody got out. Um, she has a call, the call, the three clicks mm-hmm. on the radio to 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 see if they're around. Um, the story is is not you can't tell a story from her point of view because no one was there to see her die. Right. Um, it's just it's left too many things to say that 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 Madison has survived. Yeah, it's it's or that she you know it's just too much. It's yeah. just too much. Yeah, I agree. So we'll see what happens. We've got to wait till August for the show to come back. We got a little bit of a preview, um, which looks like they've ended up in a. Um, either a compound or a big mansion or something yeah, or other. Some ranch house somewhere. Um, you know they've got they've had good results with ranch houses. Oh wait, no, I'm Nobody thinking of something else. 
So, so yeah, well, we'll look forward to that. Like I say, again, we will be off again next week as Dustin will be on vacation with the kids. So, going to Texas. Going to Texas. On, on Sunday night, we will either be driving back mm-hmm. or uh, we will be not. There you go. Uh, so we will take. We will be back in two weeks with more stuff. Uh, we have a lot of different things we could do. We've talked about uh, reviewing cargo. Oh no, the, baby. We have four more episodes of the Mist to watch. We've talked about reviewing cargo, uh, which is uh, the Hobbit meets zombies. One, two, um, three. We've four. got we've got several episodes of the Mist. To inflict upon ourselves and others. Um, there are other things to do to, to keep us and hopefully you entertained while we wait for The Walking Dead and for The Walking Dead to return. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening to us and thank you, Dustin, for recording this with me. Thank you, Tim. Um, we appreciate everyone who's following us on Twitter, on on Facebook. Uh, if you are listening to us on iTunes or podcast.com or Google Play or any of the different places you find podcasts and we, podcasts and we are... We greatly appreciate it. If you could be so kind, if you leave us reviews or comments, that definitely helps move podcasts like ours higher up in the rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be fantastic at some point to get on like iTunes front page. That's a long ways away, I think, unless you guys really work hard, uh, and that would be awesome. And, and we'll give you candy if you do. We don't have candy. We might give you candy. Oh, anyway, so... <laughs> So anything you guys do to help uh, spread the word, that is always appreciated. And we do hope that you have enjoyed listening to us this season of Fear the Walking Dead. And like I said, we'll be back in two weeks with more Zompocalypse Now. And always, guys, thank you for listening. Zompocalypse Now is recorded and produced by Dustin Adair and Timothy Harvey. All rights reserved.